Welcome to Native Yoga Toddcast. My name is Todd McLaughlin, and I will be your host. If you would like to learn more about our upcoming live stream yoga classes, workshops, teacher trainings, and or our online yoga studio, please visit us at nativeyogacenter.com. Thank you. Sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody. I'm really excited to have my friend Scott Ferguson here today in studio for my first official in-person podcast session. Scott, thank you so much for joining me today. Todd, thank you for having me. I'm so blessed, privy. This is fantastic, man. Great setup you're having here. Well, thank you. Thank you. I I, uh, you know, you have your own podcast channel called Time to Shine Today. Can you can you give me the full website? Yeah, it's time to shine today.com. And I usually tell people to time to shine today.com slash podcast because it's a very podcast driven uh, site. Nice. So, yeah. What um, do you focus on on your show? What we do is we're all about we don't want to have anyone to feel like they have no one because a little bit about my past, uh, it really sprung me forward to be able to give great content and make it readily available for people out there. Um, each uh, interview I did, which I was lucky and privy enough to have you on as well, Todd, was really to help people level up in different aspects from anything from health and fitness, including yoga, to coaching, uh, to um, therapists and whatnot. I interview people on a basically it's kind of a, a job interview for them in a sense, because what I do is I do a lot of marketing to bring people into the Time to Shine Today family for coaching. And I'm not exactly the right coach for them on a lot of different topics. So uh, I put people together with the right coach and then we work out an affiliate agreement with that coach that if I send them somebody um, that they can help um, and they get employed by them, then they pay me a little bit of money. So we're, we're really a conduit between people that are looking to level up and people that will help them level up. Awesome. So that's our... Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's a great podcast. I Thanks. love listening to it. You do an incredible job. Appreciate and, it. Uh, the, the, I, I'm really excited to have you here because I feel like uh, we had a chance to meet from the yoga angle. Yes. And you started practicing Ashtanga here. Mm-hmm. It's been quite a while now. I want to say like, <laughs> are we in the like nine to 10 year realm uh, not, ago? Or? Not that it, it might feel like it sometimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, I actually uh, first came in here November 14th of 2015. So there we're we coming up on Five, five years, years so I was pushing which, yeah, yeah which is yeah. you know changed my life I had an assistant that was in our office Shannon yeah Shannon I believe she moved up to the Carolinas now that's right but you know I had a terrible plantar fasciitis I had a bunch of inflammation in my body and I would always see her doing yoga in the office and then like she's like Scott or you know she called me Fergie she's like Fergie you've got to try it you've got to try it um she's like go to my my studio in, in Juno Beach here and I was like well absolutely and I Came in and within uh, probably three weeks, my plantar fasciitis went away. My weight dropped, blood sugar regulated, um, allows me to function at a high level. I don't get into the studio as much as I really need to, but I built my own studio in my place with my mats, uh, my blocks, uh, and whatnot. And I'm still only probably halfway through the primary series of Ashtanga, but that's somebody, you know, if... I know we're on sound right now, but I'm 6'1", I'm 260, so it's not like I'm, you know, that guy 
that can get all around. But for my size, I'm as flexible as you could probably get, for lack of a better term. And it allows me to really focus and hone in on my day while giving gratitude as well to my body. That's awesome, so love, Scott. love the yoga. That's awesome. Thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, well, man, of course, of course. I I was uh, I remember when you first came in, I was really excited because I, I feel like you were like going, I really want to do this. Right. Um, do you think I can? Right. And I, the answer is yes. I, oh, what's, what's amazing is anybody can. How, yeah. how do you structure your self-practice currently in terms of um, you've memorized the half primary series. Mm-hmm. Do you um, se- seek out any like resources to help you along or do you feel like where do you get most of your motivation these days to because that's what I'm really impressed about mm-hmm. is that you've been able to maintain mm-hmm. a home practice and something that I find with the Shanga method is really incredible is that once you learn it, right. if you have that motivation, you right. really can just do it on your own. What, how do you, what keeps you motivated? Well, it, what keeps me motivated is gratitude for my body. And basically being able to wake up, um, you know, I, I competed in combat sports my whole life. And to be able to wake up and flip my legs out of bed and stand up hmm. and knowing that yoga is an integral part, Ashtanga yoga is an integral, integral part for me to be able to feel that way. So I don't ever not want to feel that way. So I know hmm. that to do it, yeah. the discipline's got to be there to ramp up and, and do it. And, and I don't look at yoga as something I have to do. Mm. It's something I get to do. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. something that I wake up and I'm pumped up. You're asking about resources. You handed me uh, a piece of paper that said David Swenson, um, David Swenson, right? Yeah. Get it right? David Swenson's yeah. Yeah. Uh, yoga book and which you and I had a great conversation over kind of how that really didn't go over in the early times when he actually brought a book out, mm. you know, modifying poses, which mm. I thought that that was mm. fantastic. And you had him on your podcast. And I I yeah. listen to that, yeah. which is fantastic. So, you know, I, I use his book really only um, because I have all the blocks and all that stuff to modify it to fit for me. Yes. Now, I could be taking it to next levels. I know that I could, but I don't want to in mm-hmm. a sense where mm-hmm. you are, um, you know, you're doing backbends for every year you were born and stuff like that. I don't have a... Uh, uh, really a want to do that. What yeah. I want to do is I yeah. want to feel good. You know, I'm coming up, I'm 50 years old. I want to continue to, you know, um, operate at a very high level, which we say at Time to Shine today, leveling up. You know, I yes. always want to level up. So yeah. there's really no, it, it, can I get to do it? There's mm. no like, mm. oh man, I got to get up and do it. Don't mm. get me wrong, Todd. I mean, I yeah. get yeah. mornings where I'm just not feeling yeah. it, but I just yeah. know that when I'm done yeah. with my 30 or so minutes, yeah. you know, four mornings a week, yeah. good. That's cool, man. I hear you. Yep. That's awesome. Like the, the benefits are coming from the feeling that you're getting Correct. in the practice. That's what motivates right. you. Awesome, man. Well, can you give us a little bit of um, your background in terms of military? Yeah. You know what? Like like my story really starts when I was young, if you don't mind me. Please. So and the reason Please. why that I have the time to shine today. But, you know, I was born in 1972 um, during the Vietnam War. And it was during And I was born in the Philippines. My mother was Filipino. And my father was an American GI who got killed in the war. And at the time, bastard male children that were being born were actually taken from the mothers uh, because the Philippines was afraid if you know any Filipinos and there's nothing against them, but the regular Filipino is about five, five, like 140 pounds, you know, like the mixed breeds that were going over there, like, you know, being born like myself, we grow huge, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. even you would be huge there, Todd. I mean, you're pretty well put together, (laughs) but you'd be huge there. So basically they were taking the babies and taking them to Spain 
because the Philippines is owned by you know, Spaniard Islands or, you know, by Spain. It's a Spaniard Island. So no one really knows what happened to those male babies during, after that time. I don't know. They don't know if they've been adopted out or what really happened to them. So luckily I was picked up, but I literally picked up by an Air Force couple that was in the other room having a baby. And they're like, boom, they took me too. Wow. Okay. So they brought me back to the United States. And then the lady who was adopting me was her father became sick. Father died and she became schizophrenic. Couldn't raise me. Um, couldn't even raise the other child um, that they had. And so they dropped me at an orphanage and I lived in an orphanage for a few years out in California. I had a temporary passport. They were going to ship me back to the Philippines, but there was a lot of families back then. And this is the seventies, Todd. So yeah. like white people were with white people. And yeah. I know we're on video or not on video here, but you know, I'm not white, yeah. you know, and I yeah. ended up getting adopted finally by a white hillbilly family, you know, and it was uh, quite an experience growing up where my father was a Vietnam vet. He's my best friend now, and he doesn't mind me telling the story, but he's a Vietnam vet, heavy drinker. So there was not so much abuse, but neglect. Got yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. Anyways, as we move forward, I was abandoned. Like he, he couldn't raise me. So I lived with a bunch of different families growing up. Mm-hmm. And as I moved into it, I kind of went through life, lost a scholarship because I decided a one point grade point, 1.8 grade point average was going to be my thing. And, you know, so scholarships went bye bye. So I went in the military. Yes. And the military, I found a family, found a meeting, found a, a, a place, and I did a bunch of uh, operations over in Iraq, Afghanistan, Somalia. This was in the early 90s. And just really built a team concept mm-hmm. within me, uh, but I still had that abandonment lingering in the background. Mm-hmm. So when I got out of the military, I built businesses, built businesses, built businesses, was not very nice to people, um, treated them like utter crap. And then, you know, I lost everything. You know, I, I'm a man of faith. So God's like, dude, we're going to put you in check right now. This is 08, 09 when the market crashed. Mm. And at that time, really, uh, lack of a better term, had a come to Jesus moment where we, you know, I, I lost everything, literally. I was, I don't know if you're familiar with what a short sale is, but if you own a house that you owe half a million dollars on and it's only worth 250 you know, that's what was the big thing back then. Yeah. And I had a client that I had listed a house and I was, they moved to Florida. I actually lived in their house and squatted while I had it listed. Oh man. But I was handed a couple books that really changed my life. The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews and Bob mm-hmm. Berg's Go-Giver. Mm-hmm. And just really start implementing those into my life. And the go-giving really leveled forward with Time to Shine Today. Mm. The, the, so that's where it was born. It was born in 2010, Time yes. to Shine Today. Yes. So that's, I know it's a little long-winded, but it gives people a perspective of yeah. why I want to help people. Because there were people that came into my life that I didn't even ask for. They just were there and then took action on it. So. Yeah. Wow, that's a really, I've never heard you, I've never heard all of that story, <laughs> that yeah. much of it, yeah. going back to your childhood and and being adopted, and um, I think one thing I'm extremely impressed and uh, feel a lot of ad- adoration or admiration mm-hmm. for the military and for, for right. you doing service, and um, can you give us an idea of what it was like being on tour overseas? I feel like we mm-hmm. get plenty of movies <laughs> in America and or, yeah. or you know about what it's like, mm-hmm. and did you have any situations when you were serving that could have lent to, or um, 
I guess I want to bring up PTSD or anything. Oh, absolutely. I suffered from it. I still do. I still see a counselor once a month yeah. at the VA hospital. That's one of the reasons why I kind of moved to West Palm is because of their mental hygiene clinic. It's fantastic. Mm. Wow. It's beautiful place, beautiful building. Um, so, and I have Dr. Gold is just amazing. And Dr. Samano, who is my psychologist. So I don't, you know, a lot of people that come back, they want to feel like they can handle it. So yes, to answer your question, I was put into a couple hard target situations. Um, but it wasn't, I didn't feel it then. I was just like, you know, I was in my early twenties and I was excited and I got to go out and, you know, serve my country. But when you come back, and it, I think it comes across with anybody that's really in any profession that has a, where their adrenaline's flowing a lot. And if mm. you don't have that adrenaline flowing as much, you either look for it with drugs mm. or you suffer from it through the PTSD. Mm. And I suffered for it from years, man, you yeah. know, and I just you would take all of that energy and that pent up aggression and put it into business. And I wasn't in business to service people. I was in the business to service myself. I was a vulture. I prayed on other people's misfortunes at the time. And again, like I said, I got put in check. So mm. yeah, but, but the military, also, I have friends and family that I call family that I would never, ever give that up for anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, in living in South Florida, Todd, I get a lot of visitors, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because you know, I grew up in Detroit. So I have a lot of visitors, and a lot of them are guys that I served with, which will come down period- periodically starting kind of now because this is the middle end of October mm-hmm. and, you know, to May. So I get a lot of that, which is just, it's great to just, yeah. Reconvene and have family. Yeah, man. I hear you. That's, that's gotta be huge. I think that to have a camaraderie of other folks that you've been through some serious right. stuff together and you could actually relate like that. How do you, in the process of doing your podcasting coaching, do you come across people that you feel like really do need some help that like where you actually get, where they reach out a little bit more than you feel like you can help. You had made mention that at the beginning of our discussion. Like mm-hmm. if I'm not the right person to help them that you're able to maybe help right. them find a resource. Does that happen often? Is that something that you find on a regular basis? Well, I make it that way through my marketing. I, I spend quite a bit of money a month to bring people into the time to shine today, coaching family. Mm-hmm. And my family is people like yourself and other people that I've interviewed to be able to put those people with them. So I probably spend hundred bucks a day just um, on bringing people in through either Facebook ads or SEO looking to level up yeah. their health, wealth, or mindset. Yeah. And so that way I'm able to, I'm not going to say pass them off, but I'm not qualified. I'm not the, we, we say, you know, you got to have the right horse for the course. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. the guy that will one-on-one coach CEO, CFOs, uh, people that are hard chargers, full of ego, because I can, I'm, was that way and I can still be that way and I can deflate that side for them mm. in a constructive way to help them level up and kind of turn the corner of, mm. uh, service, but, but while still having that shark mentality that they <clears throat> don't want to go away from, right. you know, so I'm good for those people. That's interesting. I'm not good for, 95% of the people out there. But my whole passion is we don't want to have anyone to feel like they have no one. So I want to make sure that I'm staying in front of the cream of the crop. And understandably, like, you know, you would love to have Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, all those people come on and be on the podcast, which, you know, I'm they're scheduled, which is awesome for me, right? But I want to coach or I want to bring people on that are everyday people, for lack of a better term, yes. to be able to help other everyday people level up and take them to that level. So it's awesome. 
you yeah. know, and now we're getting inundated with people coming in and wanting to be interviewed. So I'm not searching anymore mm. for interviews. Mm. Don't get me yeah. wrong. If someone comes yeah. across and I'm like, boom, I want them. Yeah. I will do everything I can to get them on. Yeah. But now we're getting people with a request. We have um, people that are agents for people reaching out to me saying, hey, I would like to have so-and-so come on your show. Mm. And now I have a paywall that's set up, which is a donation to suicide prevention. Mm. Um, so now the people that are coming on have to donate $50 to the suicide prevention nice. lifeline. Nice. Um, and I just make that. I'm like, if you want to come on, this is what I really, it's 50 bucks, man. I lost my brother to suicide in 09. Oh, man. So it's like, it's something that's important to me. And I'm, you know, we've raised... You know, not they they never donate just fifty bucks. It's minimum a hundred usually. And I had a guy last night, which it was awesome. I saw the the text where he donated three thousand bucks. Wow. You know, to come on the show. Yeah. Yes. And he did it. So it's it's you know, it's the whole the whole part about time to shine today is we give, 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 give until it hurts so good. Mm. You know, that's what we do. We give a ton of free content. Todd, you came on and gave a free masterclass about Ashtanga yoga and yoga just in itself and what it can do for people. And that's what it is, is it's free. You know, we keep the episodes at 30 minutes because it keeps people's attention. What happens, Todd, is people will reach out to the time to shine today family and they, I give them an 11 page, um, questionnaire to fill out. So if they're serious about getting coaching, they're going to fill this out. So they fill out my questionnaire and then I look at it and go, okay, there's four podcasts that I've did with people that I think would fit this questionnaire. And I send those four podcasts to the person looking for the coaching. Mm. I say, listen, listen to these four podcasts. Now, selfishly, it gets me listens, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it also gives like it's a, each 30 minute interview is almost like a job interview for the coaches for them, if you remember, I don't ask just about what you do. I ask about who you are and mm -hmm. as a person, Todd. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. really drive that through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so people that are looking for coaching are seeing that, going, "Wow, man, yeah, I'm, th this person relates to me." Yeah, you know, I ask yes. questions like, "What's your definition of life? Will I live? How do you want your legacy? Remember stuff like that." And people, you know, you ask those questions, and it makes people think, and the, the real person comes out. Yeah. You know, someone that's not really a giver, they're just there for themselves, it's going to come out in my interview. Yes. You know, so, and those are the people that generally are not getting the people to pick them for coaching. So, yeah, man, it's all about give, 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 give. And then my payday, if for lack of a better term, comes when I send the coach and then they work out an affiliate agreement with me mm. and say, okay, so he's paying me a thousand a month. I'll pay you a hundred dollars a month. The time to shine today. Yeah. Now we've generated since December 19th of last year, just under 700,000 in coaching commissions wow. for coaches. Now I get 10% of that. So I've made a heck of a living through podcasting. It's amazing. I know you I've know? been watching you from when you started because where are we like in about a year? Has it been about a year since December 19th will be a year. So yeah. it hasn't even been a, it's, you know, yeah. eight months, 10 right. months, sorry, 10 months now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I love podcasting yeah. and, uh, I've been watching you just going, man, you're an inspiration. I appreciate it. You yeah. know, I mean, I have other people that I like you that I watch and see what they do. And I pick up a step and my, my podcast is nothing more than picking up steps from probably 20 different podcasters. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this is their intake form. This is their questionnaire. This is their show notes. This is everything else. And I just put it in. I'm tweaking it every day. It's yeah. weird. It's yeah. like I see it. Yeah. And I have a 
two awesome interns, you know, Donnie and Tiffany, thank you very much if you're listening over at Palm Beach State, you know, that um, are awesome. So That's I get cool. all of that work done for free. Yeah. Um, the show is sponsored at $275 a show, so I get that for every show, nice. um, which pays my interns, even though they're supposed to not be getting paid. I still pay them. Mm. Um, but I also have, you know, an agency that helps me grow, which I can put some of that sponsorship money towards them. And the kicker that we've, we're coming up on 360,000 downloads, listens, is that I'm putting a lot of the shows, which yours will eventually as well, we're taking a lot of that sponsorship money and we're putting it on Terrestrial Radio, AM, FM. So we're taking the show and putting mm. it on the radio station. That's amazing. And playing their show. So if someone lives in Portland, Oregon, then I'm able to find a station out there. And it usually comes on at 6, 7 in the morning on a Sunday. It's a, And I try to put it on like a church station because, mm-hmm. you know, Time to Shine Today is about leveling people up and getting them going. There's yeah. really no belligerent talk on my show. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a very clean show. And so I'm putting it on Trustial Radio. And so they're getting a lot of, you know, and Nielsen's really awesome. It used to be Arbitron ratings. Now the Nielsen's ratings, you can actually see how many people are tuning into radio stations now. Nice. Where with Arbitron ratings, you weren't able to. So uh-huh. it's pretty cool to see, man, like 7,500 people listen to this show. Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. so it was pretty cool. Getting it out yeah. there. That's incredible. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, why do you think podcasting is becoming so popular? What 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 element of this do you think is really speaking to everybody i mean i know obviously we're mm-hmm. speaking but right <laughs> yeah. well you know what i had a blog in time to shine today but i'm not gonna lie to you like a lot of my blog posts were ghostwritten mm-hmm. probably 60 percent mm. unless it was something that's absolutely passionate to me i didn't write it i would hire somebody to write it and mm-hmm. they you know charge me a certain amount so i'd have a blog post for 20 bucks you know that pay somebody to write it and it was great podcasting makes you be authentic genuine you know i'm always told i have a face for radio so i have the voice for it also you know (laughs) (laughs) but no i get you know uh, podcasting you can brand yourself and people can hear the passion come through and if you don't have the passion people are going to see that and, and know it so you could yeah. be writing a, writing a yeah. blog post or like yeah. me not writing a blog post and people don't know you yeah. on a podcast they're forced to know you they know yeah. who you are yeah. so my passion for it shines through on every single episode and i want to make everybody shine and mm-hmm. that's what podcasting allows you to do is you shine and you can make other people shine and that's awesome it's, that it's fantastic that's really yeah. cool i i agree with you i had a uh someone gave me the idea or i was listening to a podcast where they mentioned that we're in a unique time period where because we all are able if we take the initiative to set something like this up to speak our minds talk about what have interviews right. that in terms of fact checking, mm. you know, that maybe things aren't fact checked and right. people just say whatever. And I had, <laughs> I, and I had been speaking with someone where I just randomly came up in my mind with, uh, I believe 90% of this, this is probably <laughs> going on. And after I'd said it, I thought, where did I get that number from? Like, <laughs> you got to watch and, what you say, and, really. And, yeah. and now I'm finding the accountability aspect mm, is really important right. and the element yeah. of speaking truth or at least doing our, doing our research, doing mm-hmm. our homework. Um, do you have a formula in your mind when you're speaking that you try to hold as your like ethical guideline when you are <laughs> interviewing people to, to make sure we don't spread disinformation so to speak yeah one i stay away from 
like my my squad knows that I'm a man of faith. Okay, so they know it, but I don't push it ever. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't talk politics ever mm-hmm. on on my my show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. One, I'm a real estate agent also, and if you do say what side you are on, they can really hurt you know my day job. Yeah. And, and and frankly, it's we live in, to me, the best country where we have choices, period. Because trust mm-hmm. me, I've been to Somalia. I've been to Iraq, you know, Fallujah. Um, I've been to other places where we have that choice. But I really hold my guests accountable by – I send them over a – kind of podcast interview flow mm-hmm. where they know what's going to be coming. Mm-hmm. At least they think they do. Then mm-hmm. I take them off into the mm-hmm. rabbit hole yeah. on my own, you know? <laughs> yeah. So which keeps them accountable, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. they're not going to, you know, you're not going to lie. Like I was a fake it till you make it guy when I was growing up, you know, I would mm-hmm. not only lie to myself to change my subconscious, which I'm okay with that. Like you want to tell yourself you're this, you're this, so you can get there, but don't tell other people what you haven't did yet. <laughs> you know, and like a lot of people will come on and I've caught some people, you know, on some fabrications and stuff like that. And I worked around it and I would call them afterwards and say, listen, is this really true? Because I'm going to put this out yeah. and you're going to get 10 to 12,000 people listening to it and they're going to fact check you yeah. and we're, you can't, you know, in this day and age with social media and all that other stuff, yeah. you don't know. And they're like, well, you know, and a couple of them to their credit, they said, no, could you remove it? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. I don't, uh-huh. I just don't judge uh-huh. people, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, I might not do business with them, give the but I'm not going to judge them. To make it right. Or, yeah. yeah. Give them that opportunity. Honest. So yeah, yeah there's, I, I do hold them, uh, you know, accountable, you yeah. know, and that's yeah. part of my, one of my interns' jobs is to really do the due diligence on the person yeah. to see if what they said is true. That's important. You know? There's a big so, responsibility there. Yeah, I hear is, you. You know. How important is the voice inside your head that either coaches you to feel positive and or feeds you negative uh, negative reinforcement? Mm-hmm. How do you keep it in the positive realm? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. You know what, when I, <laughs> what I do is I have a breathing exercises, to be honest with you, um, mm-hmm. which are not quite as ballistic as pranayama like you teach. Trust me, I've been on one of your Tuesday morning things. And, you know, but what I do is I really breathe, uh, you know, breathe in, you know, calm and breathe out. And I have uh, PAFO, I call it. I know it's weird. It's a weird acronym, but I breathe out pain. You know, I breathe out um uh, anxiety. That's the A. I bring out, breathe out fear of success. Um, and I breathe, breathe out overwhelm. So that's the PAFO. Mm. So I do it and it's a breathing exercise mm. to keep, like, I would say to myself and say to others, I'm not afraid. I'm not this, I'm not that, but I, my bank account didn't show it. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I was, I was afraid of success for so long because I, I had attained monetary success 
in my 20s, a lot of money. And then, like I said, you know, I got put in check and lost it. But I was afraid that I can't get there doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. Not to say I stole or anything, but I was praying on other people's misfortunes. They were losing their house, and I would swoop in and pick it up, Mm -hmm. and they get nothing for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't... Now I don't think negative much at all. And when I do, I sit down, it takes three minutes, I do a breathing exercise, and it's gone. Like nice. I've trained the nice. brain yep. to do that. And yep. with Ashtanga, it's it's five breaths per asana or per pose, which helps me out, you know, and you know, I'll I probably do fifty down dogs a day, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, I know I didn't say the right you know, Asana name, but I do probably, and I'm not lying. You can ask Susan. She'll be like, he's sitting in front. We'll be watching a freaking Netflix and he'll be doing his breathing exercise while I'm doing it because it just, I don't know. It straightens out my neck, you know, puts in great posture, but I just don't have negative man. And I, and I don't take anything seriously Mm. unless it has Mm. to do with someone's hurt Mm. me Mm. or my family or my friends Mm. that I'm very close to. I take nothing seriously. And you know, (laughs) One of the most underrated comedy movies, it was called Van Wilder, has Ryan Reynolds in it. It's one of his younger (laughs) movies. I think the year was 99 or 2000. But he said, don't take life too seriously. You'll never make it out alive. Mm. Once I started, I actually live that now. So I don't. I'm always joking. I'm always vibrant. I'm always human. And sometimes you rub people the wrong way. And I get it. And I will apologize to them. But I also live in the duality, Todd, that, you know, as long as I haven't hurt you or disrespect you, I could give two flying, you know, what's about mm. what you think of mm. me. Mm. I just don't care. Yeah. You know, because yep. I don't take life too seriously. And the other side of the duality of that is I want to serve as many people as I possibly can. Mm. Period. Yeah. So, to answer your question, I don't get negative too much ever. You know, if you have a death in the family or an accident that happens to someone you love or something, yeah, I yeah. can get pretty yeah. emotional. But, um, that, no. Yeah. I don't. I, I have a pet peeve and it's customer service. I hate bad customer service and I will let it be known. Yeah. You know, whether yep. it's in a restaurant yeah. or somewhere else, you know, but other than that, man, I don't take anything seriously. That's cool, man. I, I hear yeah. you. That's, that's got, it's so important these days to really keep awareness of what sort of messaging we're giving ourselves right. and to keep that positive. So that's cool that you've been able to really turn that in a real positive way. Mm. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, uh, I can be watching a film, a Netflix film and get that wave of like emotion that'll come up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I haven't busted out a down dog during yet, in which case <laughs> Tamara probably wouldn't, uh, <laughs> she probably wouldn't think it's all that odd, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, she's just like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, join me. We can listen. No. That's right. That's right. No, it's kind of cool though. I mean, that's something I think a lot of people, they come to the yoga practice or the class and you think I'm going to. I do my yoga when I come into the room and I, if we can implement a couple deep breaths in the heat of the moment when we hit the brakes on the car really fast or um, a downward dog during uh, a movie where we feel like, hey, I need to, my back's killing me. Yeah. I need to stretch something out Absolutely. and make it really um, practical on a moment by moment basis. Right. And I think we're, we're, t- we're tapping into the what it's all about. Right. And yoga is so important an integral part of my being now that, you know, and, and I used to worry, like I used to even talk to you about this and you used to be like, Scott, just slow your roll. You'll be fine. Like I want to progress through, get through primary and you, you know, go to the, the secondary. And it was just, then I was like, you know what? I'm hurting myself trying to get there. 
Mm-hmm. No, you never know. I mean, mm-hmm. my body might just start regulating a certain way to I make it all the way through primary, which mm-hmm. should be fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I live my life through what my mentor told me is like inch by inch, it's a cinch. By the yard, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I do everything mm-hmm. inch by inch, mm-hmm. you know, and that goes with podcasting, man. I remember rolling up my first show and I listened to it now and I'm like, wow. I, I've you know? learned something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, but inch by inch is a cinch. I mean, I yeah. still haven't yeah. even, you know, like we just got, you know, something in our email and the physical mail that we're in the top 100 now across the category of coaching and uh, personal development podcast top 100 so number one is tony robbins so to be in that yeah we we did something to get there now i'm not like man i want to be top 10 i mean yes egotistically inside absolutely but the only (laughs) way that i get there is if i continue to serve others and help people you gave me some great advice the other day uh when i was asking you for some pointers and you said just don't stop just keep doing it And it's funny because um, I was on a good little roll where I was putting out a podcast every week and then I just uh, stopped for for a week and... uh and, um, Did someone reach and, out to you? Uh, well, um, no, I think, you know, when I analyzed where I was, what was going on at the time, I was just sure. like, I need to take a little break. Right. However... Now I'm like, no, I got to keep pushing yeah. forward. And it's amazing. I think you're, I think you're right. Just keep putting the content out, even if I'm, you know, uh, wondering if it's the best or, right. you know, that sort of thing. But I also liked what you had to say about just, I think we could have a conversation with any single person that could come up off the street. If we can somehow find a way to relate and come mm. to some sort of common ground right. that all of us have a story to tell every single human Everybody being does. on this planet has a deep rich life experience and finding that figuring that out and how to where we can communicate on that note you know election time is one week away and i also choose not to go into politics on purpose um but it's been a very interesting time period in in the world i'd say not just america the whole world is working through going through shutdowns (laughs) going through social distancing going through coming to terms with all these different elements in society how are you feeling are you feeling positive for the future what do you what's going on for you with all this stuff that's happening well i mean i've not had this good of year in probably 10 years um, because of podcasting. Um, and, you know, luckily I'm in a, um, an industry, real estate, which is essential. Uh, so with basically free money, with the rates being low, um, you know, I've closed more this year than in the four p- previous years I've been here. Wow. And it's crazy, you wow. know. I mean, not only, I mean, prices are going up just because, you know, I affectionately call South Florida, where I live, my version of paradise, I affectionately call it heaven's waiting room. You know, people come here, you know, there's 10,000 people a day are turning 65 in this nation. So they're done working, and they're coming here. So mm-hmm. in mine and yours lifetime, Todd, Florida will never hit a recession, unless mm-hmm. something catastrophic happens, and everybody's done. Mm-hmm. But COVID was the great equalizer, meaning it doesn't matter. You know, I, I live close to Bob Berg, you know, the guy that wrote The Go-Giver, right? And, you know, he's worth multi-millions. 
But he still couldn't go out just like me and just like the guy down the street and order a steak mm-hmm. and be asked, how do you mm-hmm. want a steak mm-hmm. done for that? Probably good 45, 50 days, you know, between mm-hmm. March and mm-hmm. May, mm-hmm. April, May, so 60 some days. He still, so, so there was a great equalizer, but I've also been through 08, 09 when the market crashed. So, and I said out myself, no matter what happens, I will always be prepared for it. Now I didn't know I was getting prepared for a pandemic. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I just looked at it and said, man, there's opportunity here yeah. and I'm going to take advantage of helping as many people as I can during this opportunity. I'm going to get mine, you know, monetarily wise. Uh-huh. So during this time, I enjoyed it. I really did. It gave me time to um, catch up on my binge watch. I'm kidding, <laughs> but I did. Though. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you because when it's just so much time, you next thing you know, yeah. you're like me and the me and the lady were like, oh, let's throw on a Dexter. I'll throw on another one. Since we didn't really have to work the next day, we did. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say. But I also, you know, I always have five books going at once. I read ten pages out of each book a day, and I and I keep yeah. you know yep. circling them through. But yep. also to follow up on your question of the future. I think it's bright. I mean, there's going to be, you know, everybody, there's so much discourse in the country that's caused by a lot of different factors, but we're all our own person. So how we look at things will determine, you know, my mentor said, what you think is real is your reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it just depends. Like I understand mm-hmm. what the news is saying mm-hmm. or what the media is saying, but what I feel is my reality is what I'm going to go with. And I really wish other people would do the same. Mm. I really wish they'd say, listen, man, my reality is I'm a human being, you know, not a human doing, you know, be human, you know, uh, be kind to mm-hmm. people and, and then see where you can help somebody. If everyone did that, it'd be great. I mean, of course, it's never going to happen. But with the time to shine today, I can take that little one billionth of one percent and know that my squad is doing that. Mm. And that's to me, I think it's bright. That's huge. You know? I, good, good. I, I agree you with know? you. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. It, it takes it takes a lot of willpower <laughs> to yeah. go through what perceivably could should be dark and right. uh, you know not positive, and mm-hmm. and actually say, look, I'm gonna turn this in the direction and try to do the best I can with my health. Yeah. Right on a daily right. basis, Absolutely. do everything I possibly can right. to stay. You know, drinking lots of water, oh, yeah. getting plenty of exercise, <laughs> practice some deep breathing, right. get some sunshine, oh, yeah. eat really well, right? right? Oh, absolutely. There's a, lot, there's a lot of factors here that I think, yeah. uh, and um, that's cool, man. I appreciate that. I, I feel like right now being positive, inspiring each other to be positive is like absolutely. the most important yeah. thing we can do. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'll, if, if the, con- com- the country goes into shutdown again. There will be, it'll be a challenge. Don't get me wrong. I mean, my, um, I do find myself, de- I'm, I'm, I may sound like I come off raw, but I get my depressed times, but I also have my go-to people be like, man, I'm feeling this way. I'm doing this way. And they'll be yeah. like, Fergie, okay, this is what we're going to do. Um, but if we do, I mean, I'll be prepared uh, financially. Thank, thank God, my God, um, that I put myself in a position where I will be fine. I can carry it for a year if I have to. Um, but I don't want to, but I, I will. I just feel more sorry for people that don't level up on a daily basis mm-hmm. because again, you know, the suicide prevention lifeline is, is huge. You know, yeah. it's like, that's another reason is I is, you know, people are, you know, taking their lives during this time just because they don't have somebody there to help them out with that. Yeah. You know? 
That's something I, when you mentioned your brother Mm -hmm. and having the close aspect of a family member Mm -hmm. who, who has gone that way. Uh, there's a, I got a little bit of a head start, but there's an organization called No Shave November or Movember, which is all about fundraising for men's health and mm-hmm. or really mental mental health is is a really big piece right now. Funny story about that from you. It's like <laughs> when I first met you, remember it was like November 14th. Yeah. Right. Okay, and you were like grown out. I'm like, what is this Fu Manchu? And then like two weeks later after Thanksgiving, I come in, you're all like clean caved shaven, baby faced, and I'm like, what's going on? And then you explained it to me and stuff. So yeah. But uh Yeah, it, part part of the idea is to like we have to do things to help encourage each other sure. i mean it's not yeah. just a male female thing like come on men but i think sometimes maybe men wear this hard exterior oh, yeah. of like don't show don't wear your right. heart on your sleeve don't show your feelings don't show your thoughts mm-hmm. and therefore it creates a closed-in situation and so i really like the fact that what you're pointing out that there is somebody for everybody there's yeah. someone that can help and yeah. that's where i really want all of all of, hopefully all of you listening We'll take the time to check out time to shine today dot com and uh, let's attempt to really work to stay positive together because right. um, we have a bright future. We have you a do. bright future, right? Yeah, it, it is, and, and the future is what we make it. You know, and just don't be afraid to succeed. And it doesn't. I'm not talking money wise. I'm yeah. talking about succeed yeah. with your health. Yeah. Succeed with making amends with family members, making amends with people of your past that you don't be afraid of it. You know, my good friend Berta Medina says, you know, do it scared. I mean, that's what I do. I do every, (laughs) I do something every day that's going to scare the crap of me. And it doesn't mean I have to go play in traffic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could be reaching out to somebody, you know, that I respect a lot that can Mm -hmm. scare you, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. you know, going deeper into a a yoga Mm -hmm. sauna Mm -hmm. that can scare you, Mm -hmm. you know, do something Mm -hmm. every day that's going to do it. Cause the worst that can happen is not die as long as you don't die it doesn't matter that's the way i look at it you know good point and, man. you know yeah absolutely but you know again if anyone's out there listening like i'm a testament for yoga and especially ashtanga yoga man you gotta mm-hmm. give it a try you know and i'm sure if you're not in south florida todd's building his network up of yoga instructors across the united states because i know we talked about that <laughs> and that you could put him in touch with somebody man so well thank you scott yeah. i appreciate that uh, one final question, mm-hmm. um, and this is one that you asked me. Mm-hmm. What do you want to leave as your legacy? I want, <laughs> I want to be so <clears throat> outdated, but then they date it to me. Meaning, like if you if you look and see what Edison did, right? No one would look at Edison and go, okay. Like he's in, you know, he, he did a lot. Him and Tesla did a lot for electricity, right? But what we have going on today is so far ahead of them, but we still remember them. I want to be the person, and I will be the person that has helped as many people as they can level up and help organizations level up and, you know, do that. But <clears throat> when they look back, it's going to be like, that's so outdated, but we couldn't have got here without that. Mm. That's my legacy. Mm. So I want to give, give, give to where I just become outdated and obsolete. Period. That's what I want. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I I thank you for asking me that because I asked that question 
and I never have answered it. <laughs> okay. I asked it for 150 episodes right now. You know what I'm saying? And I never been asked it and I appreciate asking it, but I always thought, how would I answer that question? Mm. That's it. It's like yeah. what I'm doing now, I want to be helping, 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 but be so obsolete. You know, I want, you know, there's going to come a time when people can think of what they need and someone's going to pop up in their glasses. This is the person you need to talk to. You know what I'm saying? But because of Time to Shine today's little sliver, we're able now to put people through utilizing technology that we have now. You know, in the future, you know, we're just going to be obsolete. But that's okay. I was part of it, and that's my legacy. You know, I want to live it every day, too. That's awesome, Scott. Man, I really, I'm really excited that you came in. I'm stoked, man. I, I'm privy. Wow. I, I have awesome. to, I have to admit, I love doing the podcast. I often do them. I've been doing them only over the phone, just because mm-hmm. you know, distance, location, right. social distance, all that great stuff. <laughs> to have the chance, hey, we're six feet apart. To, to, we're six feet apart. <laughs> we got our, we got our microphone spread <laughs> out. Um, I'll even snap a picture at the here at the end and uh, <laughs> share it with go. you guys. <laughs> you got to lean forward, Todd. While right. We're still on get the air. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah man that and was, uh this has so been so much fun well it's cool man thanks so much for dropping in and uh i really look forward to watching your career continue to blossom and uh and we'll keep doing a couple down dogs there either <laughs> virtually and or in person and or yeah. through the netflix stream the next time i watch a netflix movie i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna Scott bust one out <laughs> that's awesome brother awesome Appreciate man. you. yeah thanks so much we'll catch up soon talk soon yeah Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Native Yoga Toddcast. We really appreciate it and we hope you enjoyed. Remember that if you'd like to learn more about upcoming classes, workshops, teacher trainings, and our online yoga studio, all of which you can access at nativeyogacenter.com, your support is greatly appreciated. Have a wonderful day.